On tonight's Hillbilly Nerd Talk, Hillbilly Elegy, The Future of Movie Theaters, Moose Licking, Christmas, and Big Mouth. Welcome to Hillbilly Nerd Talk. I'm Hank. And I'm Petra. It's been a while, Petra, as usual. Yeah, we... Uh, We're on the once a month thing. We are on the once a month time frame. Actually, it's a little more than a month, but I don't care. Is it really? We're awful. We suck. We suck. We drove... Self-flagellation. To, we drove to vacation at Snowshoe and talked about how we wanted to podcast a little more. We're listening to Joe Rogan, got all inspired, and then we suck. Then we came back and <laughs> got really busy and had Christmas, so... Yeah, it's a busy time of year yeah, for us. Yeah, it's but, a busy time of year, and we've, we, we're a little right. extra pressed for time. Well, you know, just the way it is. We're just once a month people on this. Okay. Uh, any listeners we have, that's just how it is. If we do any more, it's a bonus. <laughs> we might get in a bonus. Get in a spirit and do some more, but, you know. Great things come in small dosage. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we don't want you all to get tired of us. Yes, exactly. You know, podcasts, since we've been doing this for six or seven years, it really is unbelievable how popular they've become. They've blown up. This Joe Rogan deal, if I'm not mistaken, it's like $100 million. It's or something, something crazy. It's like yeah. Austin Power goofy numbers. And... It's just for him to keep doing exactly what he's doing. That's what he says. So. He, he says when, on his show that when yeah. Spotify contacted him, that was the biggest thing. Like, you cannot change a thing. Yeah. Because he has railed about that on his show forever, which is why he likes podcasts. He can do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah. yeah. That is the beauty of podcast. Yeah. it is. You can do what you want. You can say what you want. And... And put it out there for yeah. consumption of millions of people. The yeah. whole damn world. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. It is. It is. So anyway, and good for Joe Rogan. It actually helps the whole podcast industry, really. Yeah, the whole community. Yeah. yeah. We're part of the community. The community. What about us? We're part of the podcast community. <laughs> the podcat community. Now, well, the podcat community is about to come up and visit us soon. She's anyway. wide open tonight. She is. Let's talk a little about movie stuff. You'd mentioned some movies. Yes. I'm not sure if I mentioned it on the show or not. I think I did. But the book Hillbilly Elegy is yes. a phenomenal read. For anybody in Appalachia, that ought to be school kids required reading, you know, in their literature class. Every school. Everybody. Do you know it is controversial, though? Yes. Okay, so like half of Appalachian people who read it rail against oh, it and yeah. say this isn't true. This is yes, this isn't my Appalachia. My Appalachia is peaceful and loving and well. And J.D. Vance, who's the author, yeah, he addresses that in the book, and he, absolutely, and he's right. We are. He touches on a lot of things that our show has tried to touch on, and that's the whole premise of our show, Hillbilly Nerd Talk, that we're kind of redneck hillbillies that yeah. like moonshine and, and you know, your neighbor growing pot. <laughs> but yeah, but then we also, right, we like psychology and being halfway educated, nerds, on yeah. top of that. So yeah. We are hillbilly nerds. It's perfect name it's for perfect. the show. Yeah. But he mentions in that book, and he's exactly right, and, and everybody to a point they get defensive when you tell anybody something negative about them their culture their area of course some people are going to get defensive yeah but it's absolutely true 
His, oh, yeah. His, his family in that book are very typical in one way or another. Of course, you're not going to check off every box. Uh, oh, yeah, you know, everything's exactly like that. But I'll bet, wouldn't you guess that 75, 80% of the families in Appalachia can check off at least four or five of the boxes from that family? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Easy. Ah, uh, there goes, there goes the, our siren. There goes our siren. Yeah, easily. The drug addict, everybody has a drug addict in the family, period. Yeah. Everybody. And then from there, the other stuff, the abuse, whether it's verbal or physical, and all the other yeah. BS that comes along with it. People living with their grandparents because they're... Parents are yeah. fucked up so bad. Yeah, if it's not a, if it's not happening in your home, it's happening in your buddy's home. For sure. For sure. For sure. And and the book, you know the the difference in the book we're, we're going to talk about. There's a movie out. Yeah. The difference between the book and the movie. I thought the movie was okay, but the reason I like the book so much is because there's like some comment, a little bit of commentary, like a documentary of Appalachia. And then it is his story, his biography, if you will, mm-hmm. of his living in Appalachia and all that. But the movie was just straight up his story only. Like, yeah. like there wasn't a lot of commentary. Like in the book, he he takes every few, it seems like if I remember right, every few chapters and kind of explains a little bit to people who are not from Appalachia, yeah. Like, hey, just so you know, this is you know, in our country, in our area, in our country, in our it's, country. Almo- it's almost like a different country. It is like a different country, you sometimes. know. Right. I mean, he explains some things and throws some stuff out there, some yeah. commentary. It's not just a straight story. The book, the movie, didn't you think of it? This more straight his story it's only. A story. It is. But you don't have <laughs> time for story. all the commentary. I mean, you yeah. get it. You either make a documentary or you make. A movie about well, the, the they show don't tell right you know that it's a it's a movie so they have a visual medium and and the ability to show you things about the culture they don't have to right so much tell you right. about the culture get up there podcat get oh, up there fatso there we oh, go look at oh, that yes, oh. we got it yeah. <laughs> she did a little cat pull up there. Her, her first two paws up there and then had to pull herself up. She did good. She, she made did it. good. Yes. Podcat is. She got her little panis over the over the side there nicely. <laughs> Poor kitty. All right. So anyway, so that's Hillbilly Elegy, the book. And then what do you think of the movie? You know, I really liked it. I, I liked how he had to make a choice at the end whether to live his life or keep rescuing right and i thought that was great Keep enabling yeah keep enabling it's uh amy adams glenn close gabriel basso is jd vance he's yeah. a new guy i've never heard yeah. of him but he did those good. are, he did those are good. big names yeah you know yeah glenn close and amy adams on a project that's pretty damn good yeah yeah and i think if if that had been released in the Anywhere else, yeah, in the movies, it would have been huge. I think so too, because it's COVID. It went straight to um, Netflix. Netflix, so it's on there now. Yeah, so if you want to listen or uh, watch along <laughs> and see a little, t- well, we give you a little taste of our Appalachia country <laughs> on this yeah. show. But if you want to see the nitty gritty bad parts, 
Yeah. And good part. I'm not sure if the if the it's not all if it bad. had enough That's, time to show much yeah. of the good. They had a few things, but it's hard to. I mean, you can't compact it all into one movie. No, this movie is mostly about the bad and about a dude that gets out. <laughs> yeah. So, and good for him. Yeah. We don't want to spoil anything. That's enough. Yeah, it's it's not a depressing movie actually. So it's it's good to watch. Good to watch. <laughs> it is. So some of that ring home with you? Absolutely. Uh, I haven't actually finished the book because because it was ringing so true for me. And there were similar situations. You know, mm-hmm. I guess just growing up in the similar area and, and with similar problems. Sure. You know, things come up and it's it's similar, but it's not exactly the same. And it gets really frustrating when you're reading the book. And I just, I had to put it about, down for a little while. Like some of the things in the book, this, again, this is some of his commentary. And in the movie, then you see a scene and you realize, and then you remember the commentary. The commentary. But he makes like, like there's one part, it's the simplest things. And I think he's absolutely hit on something. Just having a quiet halfway quiet environment to do your homework if you're in high school yeah for example just that we're not talking somebody to stand over you and tutor you it doesn't you know we're not saying that we're saying just a place where somebody's not drunk throwing glasses across the room exactly or two adults yelling and screaming and fighting and throwing things on a regular basis yeah. to the point where you're just mentally you 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 can't you don't even literally have a quiet any place to even do your homework, much less get in a mental state to actually do it. Like ding ding ding, yeah. Like, like that's the simple shit that we're dealing with here with these yeah. drug addicts and these idiots around here. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and it's been going on for generations. It has. Yeah. It has. It's it's bad in our area. Yeah. And I get it. There's bad places. You know, places people around here will, again, get defensive. Well, there's the projects in the big cities, and it's just as bad. It's the same way. Like, yeah, yeah. it is. We and need that to fix mean, that, too. Yeah. That doesn't mean it's, like, good <laughs> that, that, that there's another group like us in a different environment, but kind of the same situation. No, it's not yeah. good. Let's fix all these problems. That would be great. That would be wonderful. Let's let's give all kids an environment where they can grow up feeling safe and secure and protected and, and have a quiet place to do their homework. If you can. And food. That's where it gets tough. How do you do that? How do you make parents be just the just average parents? I don't know. Much less good parents. Just Average. If we could answer that, it would solve the problems of the world. We would. We absolutely would. So, all right. So, Hillbilly Elegy, you're giving it a thumbs up. Oh, yeah. The two movie. Big thumbs up. I give the movie two big thumbs up, too, and the book, ten thumbs up. Ten thumbs up. Ooh. That book is one of the best books I've ever written or written, ever read. <laughs> Wish I'd written it. Yes. Um, and that brings up something. I had a, a little article that brings up something just like this. Went mm-hmm. straight to straight to release on Netflix. Net. Uh, well, I'm not going to read the whole article or go into it. But the gist of the article was, what's going to happen to movie theaters? Do you think they're going to come back, or what do you? What are your thoughts on this? You know, I don't know. Have you read what they're doing to Wonder Woman 1984? No, I haven't. All right. 
And Warner Brothers in general, by the yeah. way. Real soon after I'm doing this from memory. But they announced like one day that Wonder Woman 1984 was going straight to HBO Max. Yeah. For a month. Then after a month, then it goes through the normal distribution cycles. Mm-hmm. But I believe, yeah, I, yeah, I don't, it, it might not even, not even be in theaters, period. Well, Wonder Woman 1984 was pushed back. I don't remember its original release dates. I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be all nerdy on you. Be nerdy so all you want. It was supposed to be a Christmas release, right? For them. So, and there are no theaters right now. So I can understand why they'd love to make a deal with somebody like HBO Max. And HBO Max right now, they're the lagging behind streaming company because Disney Plus has taken over the world. <laughs> yeah, you know, it is interesting at Disney. We don't have kids, so maybe that's part of it. But yeah. I just don't see the big uh, attraction to, to yeah. Disney. But whatever. Yeah, they've just taken over the world there. Uh, but I would love to see Wonder Woman on HBO Max because that's what we have. <laughs> All right, it's uh, along with their theatrical release. I want to make okay. sure I got that right. All right. It's going straight to it's going straight to streaming and theaters at the same time. Whatever right. whatever theaters are open. Yeah, yeah, there I don't think there are any theaters locally open for so, us. So that's what's going to happen. It's going to be released. We'll get it on HBO Max at the same time in the movie theater. It's going to last a month. And then it goes through the normal distribution pattern after that. Neat. So, but also then a few days after that, Time Warner and HBO must have been obviously in talks and went ahead and solidified the deal that they're doing that with all 17 of their movies this year. Well, there are some of the uh, production companies that are trying to fight that. Like, uh, so it's not set in stone? Yeah, so... I guess Warner Brothers in association with whoever, you know, there's always more than one company. Oh, yeah. There's 10 and of them at the beginning of those movies now, exactly, isn't there? Exactly. Exactly. Nowadays. And, and these companies want to make their money. And they're not really making anything much on these streaming movies. And I'd be willing to pay to rent Wonder Woman or Dune. That's one that's coming up that... I think they're holding off on that one until late next year. You know, I I feel like it's a first of all, it's it's just business. And when things when you start thinking of things as a business thing, it, it helps instead of getting mm-hmm. all emotional. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, how dare they take my Wonder Woman away from me? <laughs> or only in theaters or whatever. Yeah. And I, if you had a theater and owned a theater, I get it. You'd be livid. Yeah, I understand. But things are going to evolve. evolve. Yes. And they yeah. just are. Um, I mean, right now in our little area, there's two theaters within about 30-minute drive. And both of them are closed. Yeah. And God knows when they'll open. And if they do, you know, it's not just the virus. And even when everybody gets vaccines and all that, it's it's people's habits have yeah. changed. Yeah. We're all in the habit of using uh, Amazon now instead yeah. of hell i never bought food on amazon before this <laughs> i buy food all the time like it's nothing i don't care yeah you can buy whatever cookies and shit you can buy anything you, yes 
So uh, the movie theaters, yeah, I don't know. So you don't have a thought on what's they're gonna what's gonna happen with? You know, I really. I, I have a th- I have a theory, so I can tell you what mine is. I I don't. I would not <clears throat> mind renting movies that come out, you know, on Amazon or sure. HBO, or you know, some some almost like pay per view. I'd be willing to do that. Yeah, sure. After right, well, within reason. You're right. Well, after this is over, what I think is going to happen to movie theaters, I think it's going to be very similar to. This will sound ridiculous, but stay with me a second. Uh-huh. Bowling alleys, okay. Bowling alleys in the '50s, '60s, '70s had their uh-huh. high water mark. Okay. Then nothing, but a few survived. Like every town or two had a bowling alley. Yeah. Not 10 bowling alleys. Yeah. And there was still a hardcore group of people who wanted to get together, socialize, do the bowling thing. Yes. And do that to have that experience a la Big Lebowski. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's how it is going to be at movie theaters. I think a good half of them will go out of business and the other Ooh. half will hang on. Uh-huh. And there'll be a group of people like us, probably older people, frankly, who... Oh, I just love going to theater because I can turn my phone off and I can, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I really. Well, we'll see. I think I think the the movie going experience crowd. I think. I think you've kind of made the movie goer by the time you're a teenager. What do you mean by that? I mean, I think by the time you're a teenager, you're either somebody who goes to the movies. On the weekends. Yeah. Or you're not. <laughs> like you're already kind of formed. Right. <laughs> and I think we'll get back to it. You think they'll be back full steam ahead? I do. Well, I, do. I hope you're right. I hope it doesn't half of them go out of business. Me too. But something's got to give. I mean, that's one thing with this stupid pandemic is... They've done the best they can, doing yeah. some close open, some states close, some states close open. I mean, businesses in general, some are more strict than others. But in general, it seems like, thank God, this damn vaccine is here. Yeah, I think today was day one. Because no matter what, flip-flopping back and forth, there's going to be, who knows how many businesses are going to end up going out of business. But it's a drop in a bucket compared to what it could have been like if yeah. we you know if we it could have been a lot worse it, it sure could have mm-hmm. um, it's already been really bad oh no doubt if you own a restaurant are you kidding yeah my god yeah. a restaurant gym just all these things that yeah. were shut down for a while movie theaters and nationally i see on my ticker all the time national companies that are declaring bankruptcy left and right uh, they're under the radar right now because they're not enough to make everything. Yeah. Like Ruby Tuesdays. That's a restaurant. Yeah. They've, they've, that, that's a good example. They've declared bankruptcy nationally. I think so is Golden Corral. And I, mean, I get it. Everybody's like, ah, oh, who gives a shit? It's a buffet. I don't yeah. need to eat there anyway. But come on. I mean, that's a lot of that's jobs. A, that's that's a investing. Chain that's yeah. a, that's somebody that owns that building that had, Rented to these people. And this and, is just talking about jobs and businesses. This isn't talking about all the people who've lost their lives. Oh, I, I know. Mean, it's yeah. Horrible. So I'm glad we're about through it. Yeah. Um, 
and the vaccine today started being uh, yeah. given out, right? Yep. Yay. I'm first in line. There's been a few gentlemen. I'm not going to take that. Like, whatever, jackass. Yeah, are you, I'll take it. Are you the idiots that don't take the flu shot because you think you it's going to make your babies I, deform too? Are you the same idiots? Mom. <laughs> my mom. Want, my you don't want to take it? Everybody who's listening on here who's hung around for very long <laughs> knows that there are all kinds of mama stories. But uh, she won't take the flu shot because the flu vaccine for senior citizens is double strength. So she won't take that. <laughs> really? Yes. And now she's decided she won't take the COVID vaccine. She won't even take, though she even won't though take she's seventy two vaccine. years old and has four autoimmune diseases. You know, at some point, uh, I at mean, some point, it's stupidity. Well, it is, and not to be mean about your mom, but people make choices. <laughs> at some point, you know, like our show, that's a choice. Yeah, that's a choice. That's a choice. <laughs> yeah, we've been watching RuPaul's Drag Race. Like it's our job. Lately. Yes. Gosh, there's a show for you. There's a slice <laughs> of silliness. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, at some point, and like we were talking to the guy, and this is another thing, I think slowly people are starting to come around to this too. Again, as this wears on, at some point, people are just going to have to be responsible for themselves. Like, like instead of closing down restaurants, like say, all right, you know, it's kind of a spike right now. Don't go to restaurants. If you go to restaurants, you're risking it yourself. You decide. And either go or not. <laughs> well, see, that's the problem, though. The restaurant workers don't have any choice but to be there. Well, right. There's the restaurant there's, workers there's the there, There's the other too. side of everything. Yeah, there is. But anyway, yeah, right. There is always something to this. That's what makes this such a weird virus and a weird time. Because even my buddies that I work out with... It's so easy to be a couch coach with this. Like, why do they do this? Well, because this, this, and this. And if they had done the other choice, then this, this, and this would have. Like, there's no right answer to fix this. Either you basically order people to, you order businesses closed or restrict their hours. Yeah. Or cases go up. And then cases, or... You know, there's just no good answer to this shit. And then the economy goes to shit. Then the economy goes to shit. Then that's bad. Then you got to kind of loosen that up a little bit so it doesn't totally collapse. It's just a weird pressure valve yeah. situation. <laughs> it is. And then you throw into that politics. As some of the guy, you know, you know how it is. It's an election year and even more inundated with just commercials. And uh, there's a lot of people that have just still... They had anyway, but like got a double dose of the Kool-Aid, like the Kool-Aid as far as like my party's right and your party's wrong, period. (laughs) On anything, on any subject, it doesn't matter what it is, you're, you know, the the Democrats could be saying exactly the same thing the Republicans are saying last year. This time, no, it's wrong. It's the Democrats saying that or whatever, right? What are you looking at me weird for? I'm just letting you dig. (laughs) (laughs) Hank goes down and works out at the gym with his very conservative buddies who listen to Fox News. And then he comes back and has to deal with his very liberal wife. Right. So. It's like a sitcom. It is. It is like a sitcom. And I'm in the middle, so I get a little bit of both, which I pride myself in being kind of in the middle anyway for most things. Okay. I can be, you know, I can be. Um, 
progressive liberal on some issues and conservative on others. I have no problem with that, but uh, there's a lot of people that don't. I mean, oh, I absolutely, know. like I just said, if it's if it came out of a Republican's mouth, it's gold. It's fact. It's the greatest thing ever. And if it came out of a Democrat's mouth, it's bullshit, stupid. They're trying to they're trying to kill us all. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> that's that's your buddy. Like, come on, people. <laughs> Like uh, finally, some of the other day, I was asking our governor in Kentucky. He's tightened up. He's tightened up. Our uh, for the last month, we have we've had a semi lockdown. Yeah, we've had you know a restricted hours of restaurants and yada yada, some various other things. Yeah, and I was asked the other day was was some of them were griping about it and this and that, and I'm like, well, you know, like, do you think he is purposely trying to 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 run every restaurant in Kentucky out of business. Like, do you think that's why he did this? Well, no, I don't think that's why. I just think it's stupid, and that's why it had. And I'm like, well, okay, mm-hmm. so well, that's good. Okay. I, was, I was wondering. I'm like, because just sometimes I just get the feeling that you guys like, you know, he's not Hitler. The dude, yeah. the dude's making choices. You may not agree with his choice. I get that. Yeah. But there get becomes a a feel of like this guy's just trying to screw everybody i just don't believe it's like that no i don't think so either it's, it's so again either. it's one thing to have an opinion somebody's not doing what you think is right and that's fine but i think that's as i hit on it yeah i think yeah. that's the thing i think that's the thing that goes over the line where people take it so personally like no he's trying to screw me personally yeah, you know, my, yeah. my son yeah. works at Applebee's. He can't have a job right now. It's that governor. He hates restaurants. Like, I don't think he hates restaurants. I think he would love to see all restaurants he's, go back to business trying. right now. But that's just not possible. Right. In our current health environment. Well, right. I get it. So, let's, uh, so that's the deal with movie theaters. And whether they will go back to normal or not, we'll see. You vote they will go back to normal. I think they will. I vote they will not. I know one thing. Whoever they're paying rent to soon has got to. There's got to be some breaking point there. Then we'll get off this. These movie theaters are usually in the footprint of shopping malls. Prime real estate. The amount of square foot plus their parking lots are enormous. Yeah. I guarantee you. Easily, without exaggeration, they pay at least $10,000 a month with triple net leases. Yeah. That means they're paying for everything. Repairs, maintenance, utilities, even property taxes. Yeah. Like, you can't let a building where somebody was paying $10,000 a month rent sit empty forever. No. The landlord has a mortgage on that building. Yes. He's still paying the mortgage. Yes. Even though now he's not getting any rent. And that has to sooner or later. Uh, is there it any has kind to of give. insurance or business insurance for some? I, I there might be some obscure policy, catastrophic loss, craziness. Maybe, but who would have thought to have that? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, it's just it's nuts. So it's sooner nuts. or later, there has to be some breaking point with that. Even the Ruby Tuesdays, same situation. Those are always in malls. That's yeah. Their, that's their strategy. I get it. Or in the footprint of a mall. Yeah. Or a very industrial area. Yeah. Where we're at, the the theater and the Ruby Tuesdays are practically to close. joined to each other. Yeah. yeah. A restaurant, you know, just say, uh, listeners, they're not in investment real estate. I'd say an average, just to say Ruby Tuesdays, 
they probably pay about seven to ten thousand dollars a month rent, and those buildings with with being rented by Ruby Tuesdays when they were rented by Ruby Tuesdays, those buildings were probably three million dollar buildings. Two two to three million dollars is what you would pay for a Ruby Tuesdays building with Ruby Tuesdays as a renter. Okay. So these people have two million dollar banknotes. Yeah. That they're not paying zero on now. Something's gotta happen. Something will. Um and it will. I, you know what, Hank, though, time and time and time and time again, we've built out the banking industry, so nobody feels sorry for them anymore. No, we don't feel bad for the banking industry. I feel bad for the investment real estate person like us. Like, yeah. Like, what if we had owned the movie theater building and rented to them? Before all this, it had been mm-hmm. like, golly, we've got the best renter in the world. The yeah. movie theater. Are you kidding? Yeah. And now, yeah. It's like, now it would be just catastrophic failure yeah we'd be having to scrape up ten thousand dollars a month payment on a two million dollar note with no money coming in with no money coming in and you sign personally on those two yeah whether people dig into it or not (laughs) you're signing your life away you read the fine print that's right you're you're personally guaranteeing that money and when that fails they come after you yeah so yep. <laughs> mm, it's coming. Ah. All right. How about here's some problems that are going on in Canada right now. All right. Would you like the Canada news? I love Canada news. Canada's having problems with moose liquors. Moose liquors. Actually, it's not really moose liquors. It's the it's the meese who are doing the licking. <laughs> it's the mooses that are doing the licking. Apparently. Moose licking. Moose, yeah, mooses are licking. licking. See that sign there? Isn't that great? There's there's these big uh, road signs, the portable, what do you call those? Lighted message signs. Message signs, yeah, construction signs. Yeah. Do not let moose lick your car. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, these Canadian moose love to lick the salt off people's cars from you know, road salt. Road salt. It would be all concentrated on the car. They just must think it's a big old gumdrop. It like, is. Oh, like it's yummy. red. Oh, here comes a blue one. <laughs> 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 and they're huge. They are huge. So uh, I just think that's hilarious. So that's their public service. That's what they've got to worry about up there. They have to worry about moose. <clears throat> quote, I hate to say it, but this road salt is kind of like crack to moose. In <laughs> quotes, explained Joe Yuri, <laughs> owner of the Jasper Tour Company. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> so they say to, uh, if a moose comes up to your car with the intent of licking it, by the way, there's a big fine, like, uh-huh. like $20,000 fine. Oh, geez. All right. So, yeah, don't let moose lick your car. Uh, they say to honk your horn and see if that will scare them away, but don't physically go out and try to push the moose away. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no shit, jackass. They're the size of fucking houses. They, I think the police would just find me on the side of the road, you know, with my blinkers and horn going at everything with the moose licking my car. I mean, you could just sit there crying. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get away from them. 
Really? That'd be awesome. It would be kind of awesome. But then, of course, you've got jackasses, probably Americans, who are saying that some of the problem, too, is, of course, now they figured it out. They will they drive up there to see if they can get oh. a moose to lick their damn car. Yeah. Like, stop it. Stop it. Leave the moose alone. Moose aren't supposed to be licking your car. Licking the car. <laughs> Just go on about your business. Uh, All right. So that's, that's funny. So that's moose licking. And you had mentioned the Corona vaccine, and uh, we yeah, kind of talked about that. Yeah, that's in the news that. today. That's the, the first. It, it's actually dose. going out today, right? Literally, people getting shots today. I think people are getting shots today. I God think dang. like ICU nurses are getting shots. God dang! If you had Pfizer stock before all this crap, yeah, and the <laughs> other one. Well, I th- weren't there weren't there insider trading allegations for senators? Who? How you know our SEC? They try. I get it. I mean, we have a, a regulatory arm of our stock market for insider trading, but uh-huh. come on, you can't stop that shit. Yeah, you give no. me if you had a if you had an uncle Uncle Bob at you know at Thanksgiving that was like, hey, I just happen to be working at Pfizer. You know, we always have a vaccine come out. Like, who's not going to go buy the farm worth <laughs> of Pfizer? Yeah. You can't stop it all. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the problem is I'm not saying that we have should, some of the richest right, people in the country right. that are doing that. Right. So. I, I'm not defending it. I'm just – don't get me wrong. I'm not okay. defending that action, but that's <laughs> – uh, at the same time, I will say, you know, when you say, oh, there was some insider trading. Yeah, there was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we're going to get this stupid vaccine. All you got to do is pay those uh, Germans by hell. They'll – Freaking get it done. They know their Figure shit. Figure it out. Yeah. They're very handy with the, the chemistry and the microbiology. Oh, and the engineering and all that. This yeah. is just right up their alley. Give this to Germany and pay them billions and say, here, fix this shit. There you go. There you go. <laughs> used that. to be able to say that about America. Now you can't. We're like the idiocracy. You know, it is a little disappointing that it was, a, that frankly, it was Germany that did this. I know Pfizer has stuff here, but, I mean, they really did this in Germany. Yeah. Pfizer is a German-owned company, and I think it was done in Germany. Yeah. I do wish we'd have been the first one so we could have rubbed it in the nose of the world again. <laughs> I like being number one. All right. So you all fuck the world up. We'll fix it again. Golly. <laughs> We came in in World War One, World War Two. All right, we'll fix COVID too if we have to. But, but no, maybe this no, is Germany's. Maybe this is a little teeny, teeny, teeny little Germany makeup for all their bullshit in World War One and World War Two. Well, it's a pretty big one. It's kind of saving the world. Yeah, it's pretty big. It's pre- pretty big. I'm deal. not forgiving them for Hitler and okay. for the well, other. I, but I, I, I think it's a pretty big deal. But it's I'm going. Pretty, it goes a long way. Yeah. It goes a long yeah, way towards uh, Germany uh, oh, getting their karma back to neutral, back to a neutral karma. Okay. They've got a, they got a funk karma for generations, for <laughs> centuries after Hitler. They just do. Centuries. 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 They do. Things move pretty quick nowadays. Well, they kind of do. France still kind of has the funk of Napoleon. Yeah. And that was centuries. Sometimes somebody just fucks you up. Karma, yeah. Karma's a bitch. It stays around forever. Yeah. This may get the funk off of them, though. 
Maybe. 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 Oh, uh, let's see. How about Merriam-Webster? By the way, they're good marketing people. You ever thought about the Webster Dictionary? Do you know of any other dictionary, by the way? Uh, no, not really. That's marketing. That's, that's, that's absolute, great marketing. That's absolutely yeah. top-of-the-mind marketing. The Webster's Dictionary. You don't hear, you know, the Yates Dictionary nope. or any other Joe Blow's Dictionary. You don't. You don't. It's just Webster's Dictionary. Merriam-Webster specifically. Yeah. Merriam somehow got their name in there, too. Merriam-Webster Dictionary. They put out, again, again, good marketing. They know their stuff. Top word for 2020. Got an idea? COVID. It's close. What? <laughs> Pandemic. Pan- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pandemic. Pandemic. COVID, that probably pandemic. isn't a big it, shock, yeah. editor says. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. No, it's not shocking. It's pretty expected. Dang it. Yes. What oh, a weird year. Just, here it is. Searches searches for the word year. searches for the word pandemic on March eleven. One day were a hundred and fifteen thousand eight hundred and six percent higher than the lookups on the same data the previous year. <laughs> 115,000 times more on March 11th. <laughs> we probably did too. Yeah. Pandemic. What the hell is this shit? What are we about to deal with? I, I, I knew what a pandemic was. Well, I did too, but still wanted to learn. Yeah. I wanted to learn as much as I could about it. So that is their um, most common word, word of the, the year. year. We are helping with their uh, marketing, marketing right now. Marketing, Merriam-Webster. Yes. Oh, and there's a little. Oh, the Merriam-Webster site has about 40 million unique monthly users and about 100 million monthly page views. You do a little plug at the end. Plug at their, the, end. the end. of their little. Oh, yeah, well, Wikipedia, do you? <laughs> We're going to start the Yates Dictionary. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? That'll be uh, something like the Urban Dictionary. And the Yates Book of World Records, too. We'll just have both of those cornered instead of Guinness and Webster. Screw them. Yeah. Well, it makes them so great that they can pick words. Yeah, Screw exactly. Them. Exactly. Screw them. Bunch of moose lickers. <laughs> Good callback, dear. Yeah. Uh, what about family Christmas? What do you think about that? We survived. We survived. It we was had, actually a lot of fun. We had family Christmas early. We do that early so that we can get it the heck over with. We do. It was good. You're right. It was actually all right. My dad's 89 years old. We uh, tried to protect him best we could. Didn't have very many people over. Kept him by himself quite a bit. Yes. And uh, Fed him had, ham. Yep. Fed him ham. We had moonshine, but we did not have guns this time. Damn it. Yeah. No place to shoot a gun in the winter. No, there's not. The family reunion is the moonshine and guns. Yes. Yes. Christmas and Thanksgiving. And sometimes weed. Then you got the trifecta. Yeah. You can sneak through the car and smoke some weed with your cousins or something. <laughs> weed, guns, and moonshine. That's hillbilly. That's the Yates family um, reunion. Trifecta. But not Christmas. Not Christmas. No, no. we had moonshine, food, fun. Yes. And maybe have one more for us here. All right. We think about this. We, I think we've talked about this before. As you probably know how I feel about it in general. But 
Um, Vanderbilt has a female kicker. Yay! For, yeah, Vanderbilt football team. Men's football team. Mm-hmm. And she's kicking field goals for them. Extra points. There she is. And good for her to a point. But what do you think about this? What if she gets, let me set up a situation here. Let's say she's kicking a field goal. Mm-hmm. And it gets blocked. Okay. And now the other team has the ball. Okay. And there's a guy flying at her that weighs 200 pounds, solid muscle, and he's going to hit her like a car hits a pedestrian. (laughs) I'm sorry, but that's what she gets out there playing. And it's totally legal. I'm not saying a cheap hit. I mean a legal hit where now you've become somebody... I mean, it's easy to always. I, I hope kicker. she would not be a target just because of who she is. Well, she wouldn't be a target, but at the same time, are you supposed to go easy on her? Are you supposed to not target her? Target's the wrong word. Are you not supposed to play the game? You're supposed to play the game, but you're not supposed to hit her harder just because she's a chick. Okay, well, not harder, yeah. but are you supposed to ease up on her and not hit her as hard as the other people on the field? I would say no. No what? No, you would not. I agree, up. which is going to my point is I think this is BS. I wish they'd stop doing this. They're going to get some poor girl. Crippled. I mean, I know it's a far-fetched, like these kickers that rarely happens, very rarely. Well, the thing is, but usually- it could. You're out there yeah. playing a sport with guys that are absolutely at the peak of their physical. They're, the whole point of football, to a point, is to hit somebody as hard as you can. Okay. But. <laughs> but. These girls who are out here as a kicker on this are generally doing it so that they can get into astronaut school or, you know, something absolutely crazy that unless they have. Right. Football on their resume, they're not going to get in. Well, I don't know. I'm not so, sure. I'm not sure. There's only one or two women have ever There's done only this. been a few. <clears throat> there's only been a very few, but. And I give it to her for the toughness, all that. I oh, don't yeah. care about the locker room stuff. No, I could care less about any of that. But at some point, I don't know. I just feel like there's. I hope this doesn't sound too sexist, but I just feel like there's some things that are guy sports that should be guys and yeah. girl sports should be girls. You could have a co-ed sport maybe where you have guys and girls, but, well, but be it planned where, that way. All right, that's where we have the problem. We have intersex individuals, though. You have people who are not completely a girl or not completely a guy. And what sport do they play? And... How do we decide these things? It seems very personal and invasive. We'll sort it out sooner or later, I guess. <laughs> We're going to have to. Because there was another story here that I saw. This one almost did. This uh, Maria Gomez, or sorry, Mar- Mara, M-A-R-A, Mara Gomez, first trans woman to play soccer in Argentina. And she's playing on the women's team. So that's a guy who's gone through... I get it. I mm-hmm. mean, we're very friendly and pro yeah. all that. So that's a guy who's gone through what's the, what's the sexual word reassignment for? surgery to become a girl. Yes, I suppose that's the way to say it. Yes, transgendered. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah, so, but male to female, that's fine mentally. I get the brain part. But physically, even with hormone blockers and whatever you're doing, that that girl has more guy-like muscle yeah. than average girl. And she's out there on a women's soccer team probably scoring 10 points a game. Exactly. Because she's playing against it. genetic women. That makes no sense. I don't sense. agree with that either. So, I don't know. That's just a... Well, that a, makes us uh, transphobic, by the way, for saying that. Well, then then guilty is charged. How about it's it's trans common sense? I'm not anti-trans yeah. in any way. Yeah. But that's... I mean, that's just a fact. That's I mean, that is biology... Muscle mass. We need, we need things, the vocabulary you know. in dealing with it. Like it, it needs to be, you know, defined as male to female, you know, transsexual. Their doctor needs to know. Sure. I mean, yeah, I guess the details. I would. I say. mean, the ultimate solution would be, I guess, to have. This will sound so stupid. Uh-huh. Like to have their own league, basically. Yeah. That's the only way to have a level kind of playing field. I agree. And the, and with college football, again, with women doing that, the only fair thing I would think that is to have, like, co-ed. Yeah. And that's fine. Let's have a co-ed league. That, that'd be pretty damn entertaining. It would be entertaining. But, um, but this mixing up guys and girls in some things, I'm all, you know I am. As yeah. much yeah, absolutely. Um, woman, women's rights, trans rights, gays' rights, as a person can be, I'm that person. But I do stop at the point of common sense of where a person who was a guy biologically who's now a girl, you, no, you can't play well, girls' sports. The, it's the, not the same. There was the transsexual fighter here a while back that was just beating women to a, a bloody pulp i forget what yeah like an was, mma but, fighter yeah like, yeah like yeah that's a yeah that that's there's no there's no world in which that's fair no it's it's ridiculous then this girl from like i said from i'm sure she's a star on her argentina team yeah but and, and what fun would that be anyway what what if you were the transsexual girl on the team so okay i get to score every point and I'm ten times better than all of you all. <laughs> woo, woo, yeah, woo. in your face! I got another goal. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, wait a minute, you're supposed to be a girl. You're not supposed to be doing that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, it is. It's a complicated subject, and it's one that we're figuring out as a society slowly. We are, but it's we're getting there. Yeah. That's a minor thing we got to worry about. Whatever. Yeah. And uh, what else you got to wrap up with here, Miss Thing? Well, uh, how about Big Mouth season four? Uh, you've been loving that, haven't been you? Loving. I love Big Mouth. That is the dirtiest show it's <laughs> ever been. It's cartoons, but it is as adult as adult as it gets. Right? It's funny. <laughs> Big Mouth is a pretty damn good show. What's it on Netflix? Netflix. I told you the girl that plays the voice, that voices the black girl in it uh-huh. during this Black Lives Matter had a big meltdown. And I can't, you know, she was yeah. all upset because she was a white girl playing the voice of a black girl. Yeah. 
And yeah. she was going to quit the show, and she was very vocal about, you know, I'm sorry, I shouldn't be doing this. Well, I she's think back. there was an outcry that <laughs> nobody wanted her to leave because she was adorable in that role. Yeah, well, right. So we noticed she's back, so that's one thing. But I've also noticed, if you, and they're still funny at this point, but this season has been very political. Oh, yeah. And she, I believe... I just have a feeling it was something to keep her on. Like, okay, if you'll just stay on, we'll do this many episodes, and we'll talk about this, and we'll talk about that. And I think that's how they got her to stay. It might be. What do you think? It might be. Because Big Mouth has never been. And and they're doing a pretty good job of not beating you over the head with it. I don't mind a few political things, one way or another, conservative or or, uh, liberal. Either way, or Republican or Democrat. But I really hate when anything just beats it over, over and, and over. over, whichever side it is. And usually it's one side or the other. If they make fun of both sides, that wouldn't be too bad either. Like South Park does a pretty good job of that. Yeah. They make fun pretty well of whatever. One episode could be making fun of Democrats and the next episode making fun of the Republicans. I like that. Okay. I can handle that. Saturday Night Live, that's ridiculous. Every single show is just, I'm like, come on, we fucking get it. You hate Donald Trump. We get it. We totally get it. Can we, now can you do something funny or go to a skit that maybe somebody else we can make fun of for a while? Okay. Anyway. (laughs) So Big Mouth's doing an okay job and not totally beating you over the head with it yet. but, um, But it is a departure from them a little bit. I have noticed. Well, I think they've been... I'm going to give them a ding. I, I don't know. I, th- I think they have been a little bit political, but it's more gender politics. Right. They've been a little bit, right? Still like the show. Yeah. Still give it a thumbs up, but a little ding. One ding of a little. One ding of a little on my... ding a little if you want to. I still think they're great. Where would a avid podcaster be able to find our fine show? At hillbillynerdtalk.com. Website's still running. Still running. Still chugging along. We've got Twitter. I post, uh, yeah, I still try Twitter some. I'm not crazy. I mostly post the articles that I've been reading, and I'll post to, to Twitter on, you know, like most of the things we just talked about, I posted an article about it. Okay. One, it keeps me so I can go back to it and reference it when we're ready to podcast. Uh huh. Then two, I figure people can follow us from the show and then they can get on our uh, Twitter account and read the whole story if they want about. Yeah. They can see all the moose licking they want. <laughs> There's videos of people moose licking on there. <laughs> or m- meese licking. Moose is licking. Moose is licking. All right. And yes, and we're still on Reddit. Yes. And uh, is that it? That's the main ones. Yeah, those are the main ones. We kind of shuffled through some of the social media accounts. Can't do it all. No, absolutely not. You're lucky you get us once a month. Exactly. We're busy people in demand. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next time.